Hey guys, welcome to Talking on Water. My name is Drew. And I'm Matt. And today is our fourth episode of this podcast, and we are here with three of our friends. Yes, you guys want to introduce yourselves? Who's going first? Yeah, so hi, I'm Zach. I'm Zach Rose. Um, yeah, I'm from Lafayette, go to Purdue, study professional flight technology, so that's being a pilot pretty oh, much shoot. in a nutshell. That's awesome. <laughs> that's putting it easily, but yeah, so. Yeah. Hey guys, my name is Christian Pimler. I'm from West Lafayette, Indiana, and I'm also a student at Purdue and I study civil engineering. So, and we're also back with uh, our guest from last week's podcast. <laughs> last week? No, it was a, like, our, a month our ago. last podcast. Austin yes. Fair, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. Yeah. What's up, everyone? What's up? Happy to be back. Thank you, guys, for this. Dude, it has been a long time since we've all been together. It has, it has been. Honestly. Been, it's been a journey. A while. Yeah, summer has been flying by, honestly. Um, and I think today we just wanted to kind of catch up with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're sitting at this table in Matt's house, and we just want to just have this normal conversation. You know? Yeah. So um, this summer, Drew and I pretty much stayed in West Lafayette the entire time. Um, Drew went on a training camp for a while. I, I went, went on, on vacation yeah. for a while. But for the most part, we stayed in West Lafayette. I was working. Who knows what Drew was doing? (laughs) Um, No, no, come on. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, Zach, Austin, and Christian all got to go and serve summer staff at different Young Life camps. So as you guys know, Drew and I are Young Life leaders, and all these guys happen to be Young Life leaders. Here, tell where you guys lead. So, yeah, uh, I lead at West Lafayette High School. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I lead at McCutcheon High School. Go yeah, Mavs. go Mavs. Yeah. Christian and I actually lead together. Yeah. Pretty hype. Yeah, and then I lead at Harrison High School. Yes. Um, so they each got to go to different camps, and I'm blanking on which one. I know oh, Clearwater gosh. Cove. Austin went to Clearwater. At. Christian. I went to Castaway. Zach went to Timberwolf Lake. Yes. Yeah. And when they were actually up there um, – me and my dad actually took a road trip up to Minnesota, and I surprised Christian when he was up there. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. I know, I walked into the cafeteria or whatever, and his face was just so... Uh, he had no idea what was going on. Classic Christian face. Yeah. But also, uh, Austin, Matt, and I, we surprised Zach last Wolf, week, yeah. two weeks yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we were up in... Uh, I was up vacationing in northern Michigan, and Drew and Austin came and visited me, and we... Surprise Zach, and he had no idea. The freaking surprise of the century. <laughs> it was Christmas surprise. It was awesome. He was He's pretty hype. Yeah, and he, so hype. he actually got to spend like an hour with us. We walked around the camp, got to see it. That was my first time at Young Life camp because I didn't do Young Life in high school, and it was awesome. Yeah, what were your impressions for your first time at a Young Life camp? Um, It's really nice. Yeah. I like have been to other camps, and like you can just tell it's really well run. Everything like just works well. Like the campers seemed like they were having a good time. I had a good time and I wasn't even a camper. So yeah, <laughs> yeah it was it was a cool experience. Definitely awesome. gonna do something with that someday. Oh yeah. So uh, we just wanted to um, ask these guys who did summer staff, kind of what they learned from the Lord while they're up there in their own lives and uh, kind of what they're looking to bring back into our community here at Purdue um, with Young Life here in the Lafayette area. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, whoever wants to start, honestly. Yeah, any volunteers? Zach. Oh, shoot, okay. Um, So, yeah, so... Okay, so, well, what the Lord taught me while I was on assignment was, like... He kind of taught me a lot of things, but, like, the biggest takeaways was, like, for me, like, the fruits of my labor, because... Like for me, it was a lot of early mornings and a lot of, like, a lot of grinds. What What were you doing? Yeah, I was on the ropes course. I was, I was kind of, like... I, don't know, I was a certified uh, operator on the ropes course, which means that I kind of had a little bit more responsibility than some other people, but uh, it was fine. I mean, like we all knew the same amount by the end of it, but yeah, I was a certified operator on the ropes course. And then I also played drum set for club, which was super Dang, cool. Everyone loves the drummers at Young Camp. <laughs> it's like insane. I can kind of say that's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. But, yeah. So yeah, the fruits of my labor with that because like so me being a certified operator, I had I had morning rides every day, which meant I had to be up at six every day, and then, um, so yeah, that was a struggle and that was a grind because I would be up late helping with like the evening event and stuff. 
Um, but like just like persevering through like the hard times and persevering through like a lot of stress on the ropes course like really paid off when I got to see kids overcome their fear of heights and like jump off the last tower which was so cool because they didn't think they could do it and we were there to like give them that assurance you know and give them that piece that you know Jesus gives all of us which was awesome that's true and we gave them yeah we gave them that and they were able to jump off but yeah just like because I didn't know like if waking up that early would be worth it you know um because who knows what the kids would have done but like just being faithful in that um and just knowing that like it was all the lord's was pretty cool because he took care of us which was cool um and then another thing i took away from camp or from my assignment was like just like the importance of community and the community that we had and like being real with each other it kept us really really close throughout our assignment specifically the ropes team um yeah we just went through a lot of stuff together um because we were pretty much with the same people for the whole month um and we got to see things on the ropes course some good things some bad things um and it just really brought us together in community and we were able to encourage each other and stuff and see each other on a regular basis which was awesome so um yeah i'd say those were my two main takeaways that's assignment yeah Yeah. awesome (laughs) yeah what about you christian christian what was your job um, I have worked landscaping at Castaway, so that would involve a lot of push mowing, pulling weeds, uh, weed whipping. Uh, we did a lot of odd jobs around <laughs> what camp. What is weed whipping? Uh, weed whacking, but oh. they called it weed whipping. They called it weed whipping. Yeah. That's, more that's the Minnesota so lingo. Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, we actually we did a lot of different jobs. We built a retaining wall by the big swing, which was pretty cool. Shoot. We resurfaced the wiffle ball field which was also pretty fun that's a fun place um yeah it was i really enjoyed doing it um i actually one of my friends i did work crew with his name's avery uh shout out avery yeah that's our boy. shout out to avery he's at summer staff right now in timberwolf i don't know what job he's doing but <laughs> yeah uh but what the first day he pulled me aside because we had one thing that I struggled with when I went to work crew the first time at Timberwolf is because I did pits, you don't really have much interaction with campers. So you don't really know like the effect of what you're doing and yeah. the fruits of your labor. So I was just talking to him about that. And I feel like my heart wasn't in the right place when I did work crew just because I kind of wanted that affirmation that like the work that I was doing was being put to use. And I just yeah. didn't really have like that faith that something was happening there but like looking back at it now like i know god was working there i just yeah didn't really i wasn't really willing to see that so we talked about that at castaway and just about just how my heart was doing um and one thing that he talked to me about because he did odc session three after i left odc is what for those who outdoor crew actually it's okay. It's kind of what landscapers do, but they kind of help out. Cool. So college students and high schoolers work together, which awesome. is pretty cool. So, and he was talking to me about how with landscaping, the thing that you can do is you might not directly have a conversation or one-on-one with a camper, but the fact that you can, I, I, I can't remember what verse it was, but he was talking about preaching to the campers just through what they see at camp. Yeah. So just the beauty of everything and just how beautiful the lawn looks or the bushes just when they when the campers see that they can just recognize god's beauty more with that which i thought was really cool yeah that is awesome um and one thing that i also really love doing is after campers would leave we'd always go on a prayer walk around camp and we could just walk around like just different trees or benches or just even bunks in a cabin Hmm. um and he had talked about how, like, because Castaway's been around for a long time. Right. Like 50 years ago, there's a picture of this camper who gave her life to Jesus under this big oak tree. So that's cool. Just like I went, I went over and prayed over that just because I thought it was really cool how you can just walk <laughs> around camp all day, be mowing everywhere, and just it's really hot outside and you're just kind of done. But you're pretty much you're walking on ground that people give their lives to Jesus. Yeah. And that's, that's just awesome. crazy Dang. because yeah, 
Because it can kind of like you can get caught up in the day to day grind and just doing the same thing over and over. It seems like, mm-hmm. but like each week when they like have that quiet time with the Lord, I yeah. bet it's just so powerful when you have done that prayer walk and the Lord has blessed where you've prayed over. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And the one thing that I really was really emphasized with the second time around serving was just how important of a role each person plays in mm-hmm. a camper's experience. Yeah, like whether you're for sure. in the snack shop or like doing ropes with Zach or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like the campers interact with you the whole week yeah. and just the way you interact with them just leaves a huge impact on how their week goes. Yeah. So just all the little things that they see just can show them more just the love of Jesus. And yeah. that's just crazy because we think something so insignificant in our own eyes, but it's actually, it could be the start for them, which right. is really cool. Ooh. It's kind of like the body of Christ, right? Yeah. Like if, if a mouth tried to be an ear or yeah. whatever, like it wouldn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And you need every single part for it to function mm-hmm. in the way that it's meant to be. Yeah. And that's beautiful part about summer staff and work crew, yeah. like the jobs that don't get all the limelight and everything mm-hmm. still are needed very yeah. much so for them to, have the experience that they do and i think that's awesome yeah and the thing awesome. that's cool oh sorry yeah. no, um, go for it uh, one thing that i never forgot my work crew coordinator at timberwolf told us the very first day that we got there that there's no better person for this job than you right now yeah so yeah. just trusting that like even if you feel doubtful about where god has you just either serving or just as a major in college just trusting that God has you here for a reason and he's trying to teach you something and that process can just, it can move mountains. It's mm-hmm. awesome. For sure. And if we lose faith sometimes, then that's kind of our own fault. Yeah. Because God doesn't change. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. I don't know how I'm going to follow that up. But. You just pitched the perfect game with that. What uh, are yeah. you going to do? <laughs> uh, well, I'll just give a little bit about my experience. Um, Where were you? I was at Clearwater Cove in a small town of Lampy, Missouri. So, yeah. Lampy? Down there in yeah. Missouri. By huh? the junction? Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say I had a pretty unique um, summer staff experience. Oh, yeah. So I was, my job originally was troop carrier driver, which I drove this old army truck um, that you could fit a bunch of kids in the back and you take it from the top of the campground all the way down to the water where they can go tubing and on this barge that has trampolines you jump off into the water and stuff. And so I did, I loved it. And I did it for about two weeks. Um, Are you a good driver? I am. I'm the best driver. driver did, were any of the kids like skeptical of your driving? No, they were not. Because no. I definitely would. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I couldn't I'm drive kidding. fast. I had to drive slow. Mm. Uh. Um, yeah, but so I did that for like two weeks, and about halfway through our session, um, I, I I had a seizure um, one morning before uh, before the day, um, and so I was like in the hospital for that whole day, um, and due to like liability issues and just like the law within the state of Missouri I I couldn't drive I couldn't do my job anymore so I had to switch jobs to uh to maintenance and so that was a big eye-opener because I felt like you know God really showed me just like I think I let a lot of because like middle schooler kids when they see an army truck pull up like they get all hype and it gets you excited and so like I think a lot of it for me was like I think I took a lot away from God and was like, he just like reminding me like, Hey, like this is all for my glory and not yours, mm-hmm. um, which is really cool to see hard at first, hard pill to f- swallow because I love my job, but yeah. man, maintenance was a lot of fun. I got to see, cause that's what I, I did the rest of the time I, I was there. Were you there and, for two more weeks after? Yeah. About two and a half weeks or so. Okay. And so I got to see like all the work that goes in behind the scenes and and really just like what goes into making a Young Life camp like Narnia is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, that's a good I, I mean, like it's the cl- closest thing to heaven I could think of. Uh, really. <laughs> they they call it a thin place. Right. Yeah. yeah. And just 
how clearly I could see God um, move for sure. Um, saw hundreds of kids give their lives to Christ for the first time, which is crazy. Um, loved being a part of, and yeah, God just really showed me like also like what it meant to to take time with Him and how important that is to set aside time every day to journal and really just get into His Word and dive deeper and grow in my relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. Um, it was awesome. Also with like the community, the, the other people I worked with. Um, we made really great community because we didn't have our phones. Um, and so just in the, the short time we were all together, I felt like we got really close. Um, like almost as close as what our group of friends got in our whole year, first yeah. year at Purdue. Oh, yeah. Um, we got that close together in a, in a month because we didn't have our phones. So that was really cool. But yeah, God moved in, in ways I definitely didn't expect um, for sure. And it was so cool to see. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so if you guys could bring one thing back with you that you learned into um, your lives by themselves or with our community, what would you guys say would be that one thing? You can go to the same order, Zach. Oh, shoot. No, um, you can video. Can you yeah, say, yeah, say sure. the question again? Um, what is one thing that you learned while you were there that you want to bring back with you to incorporate into your like day to day and leading? Well, even like yeah, yeah. leading or um, leading up into school year or in the community that will come back to Purdue yeah. in about three weeks. Yeah. Three or four, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I could I could start, right. I guess. Okay. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Man. I don't know. I just talked into my not head. To, not um, to swoop in or anything. I don't know. I think just like I've seen a lot of growth in my faith this month. And just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I can really see myself stepping into more of a leadership role um, when we get back to Purdue and, and uh, get back into our young life roles. Um, also, just like being more intentional with the kids and seeing like how much they actually look up to you and like how much it means to them when you show that you really care about them. Um, and so just like the small things, like just checking up on them, seeing how they're doing or seeing if they're coming to club on Monday um, or just like asking if they want to go get food on the weekend or hang out. Um, like that goes uh, a long way. And I, it means a lot more to them than what, than what I thought. And just by like seeing that for a whole month was it's really eye-opening to me. So I, sure. I think that's what I would take back into this year. So being intentional. Right. More yeah. intentional. Sure. For me, I think the biggest takeaway I had was just being more confident in my faith and just kind of being able to defend like what I believe and why I believe it. Uh, I had just a lot of good conversations with some people I was on session with. Um, just about, we actually talked a lot about heaven and just sin and like what our views were on just how people can go to heaven and who like who doesn't um so i think just the biggest takeaway i had from that is just knowing that like i have a faith that i can share with other people and i don't have to be ashamed of that so like even though i might have limitations myself just being confident that God's like he has your best interest in mind just having confidence that you've got him by your side that's all you need I feel like just walking into lunches or doing anything like a club or contact work just knowing that I already have everything that I need and I can do more with that Mm, that's good yeah I feel like sometimes like we try and have confidence but we search for it in ourselves yeah and then we reach this limit and we're like you know what i don't have confidence that when i walk into these school lunchrooms that like i can connect but like our confidence isn't in ourselves you know and it's in christ and what he's done and that we carry like this amazing news yeah and it's nothing that Mm -hmm. we have on our resume that makes us worth it (laughs) facts yeah man yeah (laughs) that's really good Well, um, yeah, something I took away, uh, something that I took away, I'll bring back definitely like kind of what Chris said, like being confident in your faith, because I kind of realized before this journey of summer staff assignment, I had only told my testimony to one other person. I hadn't really been that like open to many people. And then like 
it was like week three or something like that i like shared it with like a group of five people which was so hard because only one person like i only told one person my story really um but yeah i shared with those five people and then that gave me courage to share with the whole ropes team which is really cool because i ended up really connecting with one of our interns and we had a nice talk like uh like on like by the lake one night so like me being confident and saying my testimony opened up a door for me to talk and kind of like have a moment with my intern you know um but then another takeaway i'd say for me definitely i definitely noticed it right when i got back was like just like i guess having like an open heart to serve because being there for a month knowing that you're gonna serve kids and then you get back home and it's like everything's changed now like you don't have that expectation to like want to serve and like want to disciple people and so yeah i think one thing i took away from like my summer staff experience was being willing to being willing to disciple more at home and like having that same drive and energy I had mm-hmm. to show kids Christ in myself mm-hmm. to other people at home because mm-hmm. it was really it's really hard like now adjusting because I feel like Young Life Camp was such a holy bubble I could like yeah. be nice to everyone right. and then the real world yeah, comes back sure. right and it's uh-huh. like shoot this is actually really hard <laughs> yeah. yeah Zach that's a just kind of bounce off that that's really good um, because like when you sign up to do summer staff and you go and you're there for a month like you have no choice but to serve and do your job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you get home, it's back to, to reality and it's yeah. like, you have to wake up and choose to serve right. and yeah. to put others first and love others first every single day. Mm. And just mm-hmm. like emphasizing like how important that is as, as followers of Christ. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Preach. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I, preach. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Those are my takeaways. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Bringing camp home to you. <laughs> that is crazy, though. When you think about it, like at camp, everyone like has the same focus, right? And they're there to do the same thing. Way, yeah. yeah. And it's everyone with the same aim yeah. and what they want to accomplish. Like, and why don't we do that home, now? And mm-hmm. then people, like, they have their own agendas and mm-hmm. they have jobs. And right. They have all these things that like pry for their attention. Right. But just imagine if you. Like, because you're at that camp with people that aren't from where you're from, mm-hmm. and they're at, in different states. But just thinking that there was such a massive, like, on fire feeling at Summer Staff that you're taking that little spark, that match, mm-hmm. back to where you are. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome because we have three matches and sparks that <laughs> are on this podcast right now. Well, like we, are, it, we are too. Well, yeah. Matt and I are. He cannot do anything. No, no, no he's just throwing, throwing, throwing Matt under the bus. I'm kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> yeah, but I just think, like, we shine so much brighter. We shine so yes, much brighter when we are together and right. we have the same, same goal in mind. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's awesome, like, when people get back from summer staff or work crew or whatever they're doing, because we have a lot of friends at other Christian camps too. Um, yeah that when they do get back, that they set goals and they set like what they want to accomplish personally and as a group, you know, because that that's already made up for you when you sign up for summer staff. They have mm-hmm. the goal in mind and they have um, things that help you grow personally. So like bringing that back into a new community, like can be so much like more mm-hmm. when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Kind of shifting gears a little bit, staying on the same subject. I want to hear each of your, you guys's, um, like favorite part, or it can be like a funny thing, or like the most, like, I guess not impactful, but just like I kind of want to hear some stories. <laughs> you oh, know, sure. like okay. something that happened. I I already know what Zach's gonna. The summer say, staff, right? You're talking. About? Um, yeah, at <laughs> summer staff. <laughs> told you so much, dude. Like something crazy that happened, or just I don't know. Whatever, just one like <laughs> moment, because we like heard like a big broad, like overview of camp, right? Um, but something that happened. Let's keep it appropriate. Yes, oh, it's <laughs> hey, it all appropriate. Dang. Everything, everything we did. Sure. <laughs> all right, whoever wants to go first, we go. I don't know what to say. Yay! I gotta think. This is, that was a good question. So much. Happened. You guys could think about it. And like, we can come back. To yeah. That, yes. That's so I mean, much. I can think of a couple things. Yeah. But. Or, or if you got something, go you got for it. Something? Chris. Well, Not everyone has to have one either. If you have it, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Let me think here. He's like, oh, do I got something I'm in the hot good. seat. Uh, okay, so at camp they have quiet time. So the last week, what? <laughs> I'm just picturing how this, like, a beautiful time such as quiet time is going to be a funny story. <laughs> no, it's not a funny story. It's a cool story. Oh, okay. Cool story. I also oh, have a funny I story. I said cool or I like funny. Does it have to be like, funny? Oh, wow, I also I have a funny story. <laughs> Let's do the cool story. Okay, so. Cool, yo. Yeah, yeah, bro. Hey, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, we were so, so they, have qu- they have quiet time. It was the last week of Young Life, so it was just a couple days before I left. Um, they had their 20 minutes. Uh, they had the camp speaker told the campers to head back up to the club, to the club room, um, after they hear the signal. He didn't tell them what the signal was or when that would be but he just said he just told all the campers just to wait for it so what they didn't know is that all the summer staff and work crew i think some of the assignment team was down there too what the, what the signal was is we were going to all walk through camp together and sing good good father hmm. so we started down at lower camp down by the beach and we started singing and walked towards just the beach and by those chairs. Um, and you could just see some of the campers crying and it was just really cool. And one thing that happened that I didn't really expect is that a lot of the campers ended up joining us and followed us. And like sang. walking behind you guys? Yeah, oh, and they sang amazing. with that's us. So cool. And it got to the point where there's a big loop out by the main office at camp. We were all just standing there singing, hmm. which was really cool. Probably, maybe 500 people all together. And it was just awesome because like something that started just with a small group of people just ended up being all at camp. And it was just kind of a cool, just a visual on just the week and like how the cameras were impacted. Yeah. And yeah, it was That's just cool. Yeah. Cause it was like, really unexpected. It, it's like when you and you said it was just summer stuff or work crew answers? Everybody. So it was everybody who at their point in their life are believers Mm -hmm. and the walking of you guys and then them joining you is like them joining into like God's family. Yeah. And like walking in the same way you guys walk Mm -hmm. because we walk in the same way Jesus walks. Yeah. Jesus walks, Kanye West, shout (laughs) out. (laughs) One thing that I think, (laughs) that'll that'll preach too. I always thought was cool is just like how easy it was for some of the campers just to join us. Right. Like they didn't really feel like embarrassed. They didn't feel embarrassed or yeah. They just willingly. No one really told them to. Right. No. Yeah. And I don't know if some of those campers shout out to God uh, just accepted Jesus into their lives or not. But I just think that's really cool. That's awesome. Did you say that happened every week or just that was just one the last week? The last week. Yeah. Did you do so? You only did the the singing walk thing the last week. Yep. Okay. That's awesome. That's really cool. I can go. Okay. Um, is funny no, mine is a, a, a funny story, I would say. Um, so we had, we did summer staff, which we had this big basketball game one night and it was summer staff versus interns. And like, it turned out to be like this crazy hyped up game, um, which was a lot of fun, but like- Bigger than the NBA. Yeah, finals. like everyone was getting <laughs> intros and had intro songs. No way. And we had like a team or like people commentating and. <laughs> and everybody on camp showed up for the game. Like we're rooting on, like the summer, all of summer staff and work crew was rooting for us. Um, yeah. And then like all the assigned team and inter- the rest of the interns were rooting for the interns. It's just like turned into this big, like intense game, which started as a joke. Um, <laughs> and so like, I don't know. It was just re- it was really fun to to play. Um, goodness, and like it just kind of got out of hand really quick, um, and ended up like. Uh, one of the one of our our summer staff coordinator like was going up for a layup and like got fouled like really hard by one of the interns and he gets up and, like he, he goes stumbling down on the ground and hits one of the other interns and gets up and he's like what the heck are you doing and he starts yelling at him and just like blows up on this intern and so like we had to cut the game and call it and like everyone oh, had to go shoot. to bed and how many so, points wow. do you have is all I have. it was, it was like, the heck 
Oh, I had. I think I had four points. Um, um, because Austin's a team no. player, right? Yeah. He had a thousand assists. That was. <laughs> wow. That was also come. I came off the bench too. Okay, keep in mind. Um, <laughs> because like those 16. who are first will be last, and last will be first. Deal. Austin's awesome. no. just trying to play. Man, it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> but we definitely. I definitely saw a side of people I'd never saw before, like when in out. competition. Comes out um, on the basketball court. So it was cool to see, um, but it was a lot of fun. Mm. And just like good to have a break from the grind. Yeah, and <laughs> grind. working and being with all the kids, it was good to just spend time with each other yeah. and have a lot of fun, um, even though it maybe not have ended <laughs> so well, but like the intentions were good and it was it was really it was really cool that's awesome so who was ahead when the game we was ended? were down by two points oh, and then they called the game shoot. that's they did that on purpose that's <laughs> we, need to, we need to go talk to them we need to rematch <laughs> we need rematch, rematch. rematch. All right. yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. Zach? <laughs> well i kind of had a lot of i kind of have a lot of funny stories and they're all kind of passing over my head so i'll call i'll, I'll just tell a cool story nice. okay all right so yeah. Oh yeah, yes, that one. Oh, I'm gonna tell. Man. I'm gonna tell. A, that just reminded. I'm gonna tell yes. a slight. Okay, I'm gonna tell cool two cool it's stories. Awesome. Oh, oh I'm gonna tell an awesome story and a cool story. Okay, so, um, so this was the night that I had that talk with the intern. I came back. We lived at a place called the Boom Scooter, and I walked into the Boom Scooter, and my friend Jeremiah and my friend Trayvon were both kind of uh. A, not up, not not up to no good, but like something was amiss because we were supposed to be in the boom scooter by eleven thirty, and it was like midnight. And I was like, "So where are you guys going?" And they were kind of like whispering low, and they were like, "We well, promise not to tell anyone." I was like, "Okay." And then Jeremiah was like, "Well, I've also I'm not learned how to ride a bike before." And we were like, "Oh shoot, this is happening." <laughs> so me and my friend Nathan and Trayvon and Jeremiah, um, Trayvon, Nathan, and I taught Jeremiah how to ride a bike at like twelve thirty in the morning on like a day four, which was which was probably like one of the coolest things I've ever done because I don't know, it was just so cool to like teach someone who had never ridden a bike before how to ride a bike and he did it in like an hour. Um, so that was pretty cool. It's um, kind of like Papa Zach out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Papa yeah. Zach. Um, but yeah, so that was, that was like beyond cool. That was like amazing. Um, but something probably a little cooler than that. Um, our actual last week, so our week four of st- of assignment was Young Lives, which uh, means that it was it was uh, teen moms and their children came to camp. So we had 119 teen mothers and 121 wow. children wow. on camp between, I think it was six months and 48 months. Um, and then, yeah, the age for the teen mothers varied. And then we had about like 90 child care workers there. Um so yeah, this is the cool story. So like they like they got on camp and they were like already pretty excited from like day one, which was cool to see because they were like, I don't know, they were just like a unification that I felt with all the teen moms that was there. That was just really awesome. Um, but yeah, they progressed out the week, um, and then like day five came and we did the say so, which is like at the end, at the end of camp, for like a week of campers everyone who decided to dedicate their life to Christ or like rededicate their lives would stand up and say so to everyone in the room. And it was just awesome because like the percentage of teen moms who gave their lives to Christ was like higher, I think than the normal campers. Like I would say like a good, like good, like 40 or 50% of the teen moms gave their lives to Christ, which was so cool to see because there's like, I mean, granted there's like 500 campers and only 119 teen moms, but like, half of those teen moms compared to like 15% of like a group of campers was like really cool to see. Like, yeah, yeah it was just so wild. And I was like, <laughs> wow, I was kind of awestruck actually. Cause like they also had their children in the room and they like, some of the moms would stand up and be like me and so-and-so like their child's name. We gave our lives to Christ this week. That's wow, great. Cool. Which was awesome. <laughs> and that was pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. the moms God. have such a huge impact in how those kids are raised. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah sure. Once they give their lives to Christ, you know, like, hopefully that, you know, that child will, like, stay with the mother and everything. But, mm-hmm. like, if that mother, like, gave her life to Christ, she could raise that child in, like, Christ's ways, you know? Yeah. Right. Raise so that child cool. in the way it should go. Yeah. 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 
Dang. For sure. Crazy yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that was my, that was my second cool story. That's cool. <laughs> Two cool stories. Two cool Two stories. Cool. Yeah. So while they were gone, yes. let's talk about what we did, Matt. What, <laughs> uh, what did you do? What did I, I, I do? About your life, well, I have two jobs right now, currently. Um, and I didn't choose to do summer staff this summer. Um, so I've been working here in West Lafayette um, about 40-hour uh, work week every week. Uh, I did get a two-week break to go on vacation with my family. That's when we visited exec. Um but for the most part, I've just been here uh, in West Lafayette because I'm from West Lafayette, like by myself, and no <laughs> one else is really here. Because like everyone's at summer staff back in their hometowns. Hey, I was here a little bit. Drew was here some, and we hung out some. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the most part, I've kind of been on my own, and it's been like a grind because like I wake up in the morning, I go work at the coffee shop, um, and then I come back for like an hour or two. I usually take a nap because I'm exhausted because I have to stand the whole time. And then I go and I have a job at the Co-Rec too. Um, and I go and work there till nine. So I'm working from like, not too early, like nine or 10 in the morning till nine. And it's like not much of a pause. Um, and it's been, it's been hard. Um, it's just been kind of like drags on. Like I've been journaling a lot this summer and every day I feel like I'm saying the same thing over and over like just life is not that exciting right now um and that's hard for it's been hard for me um uh last week at campus house I went to campus house with I think all of you were there yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Zach was he went to his home okay he still was at church yeah (laughs) um but the pastor uh who spoke again Ralph spoke. Ralph, yeah, he's the worship pastor there. He spoke on Psalm 107. It's kind of like a summer series they're going through called Backstory where they, um, what? Fun fact about Psalm 107, verse 2 talks about the say-so, which Zach just talked about. Yeah. When they stand up um, at Young Life Camps. Yeah, let the redeemed oh, of the Lord say so. connected. I didn't know that. And that's, that's awesome. So cool. But yeah, go back. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... It, the, I haven't gone to campus house uh, this summer. I've gone to my home church, but um, the message really like hit me where I needed to hear it. So in Psalm 107, it, it kind of uses the analogy of a compass, or that's what Ralph tied it into. And it gives like four different examples, like the north, south, east, and west. Yeah, Christian has a picture of it right here. Um, <laughs> and so he kind of went through that and then told the backstory of it. But what really hit me the most about it was each um direction kind of represents a season in someone's life or like something that they could be going through Mm. um and one of them so the east i think i think that was the spiritual dryness one um and that kind of resonated with me because i feel like i'm going through a time of like spiritual dryness um which is okay and that happens like in your walk of faith like you're not it's not always going to be like mountaintop experiences like we have to be with God through the highs and the lows of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what he said about like the dry areas of life and one of the things he said, uh, I think I wrote this down. He said, God's, God tends to lead people into dry areas of life to teach them something. Yeah. Um, and so that would, like hit me as like, maybe God's trying to teach me something. And he also said like the area, the area, um, the dry area is the area right before you realize like God shows up in your life. Mm. And when God shows up, you realize, Oh wait, he was there the entire time. Right. Um, so that kind of like encouraged me a lot. Cause I feel like I'm kind of in a dry area. Um, and it's kind of hard to see God throughout everyday life. Cause it's kind of just the same thing. Like coffee shop, take a nap, correct over and over and over. And it's just kind it's hard to see. Um, like if, let's say I did summer staff and I'm seeing like kids getting saved and all that. That's like physical and you can see it. Right. Um, but it's really hard to see that through like everyday life. Um, but then I can't remember who said this. We went to gray house a couple days ago and we were talking, we were talking about this exact topic. And I think Drew might've said, I don't know where you got it from, but it was really good. It, it ta- he, I think you said like, praise God for what he's already done in your life because he's worthy of it. Mm. Like, all that like we need is salvation like god gives us salvation and that's enough like we don't deserve to see like god work out yes that stuff is amazing and good but 
we don't des- like we don't even deserve salvation. Yet yeah, He gave it to yeah. us, mm-hmm. so we need to be praising God for that. So when yeah. we don't deserve to see God work in our lives, like if, if I'm sitting here like, wow, like God, you're not doing anything in my life. No, I can't say that because I'm a puny human being who has no right to say that. I just got to take it back to square one and say, God, you saved me. Yeah, that is the coolest thing. That is the best gift I could have ever gotten. And so just like thinking through that each day, I've been like writing like note cards myself, writing stuff on my hand, like focus, focus on what God has done in your life. And that should be enough. Mm -hmm. And once that becomes enough, you start to unlock things in your life. And I've started to see that um, in just ways like if you focus on that one area, if you focus on the little things in life, Mm -hmm. I I guess like God saving is a big thing, but like looking at the little things in life, you'll realize that those little things are like starting to become big things. And you're like, wow, God, you were there the whole time. Right. When I thought you weren't, you were. Mm-hmm. And so that's just really hit me this like past week. Um, and I'm, that's what I'm like focusing on now, just praising God for what he's, every, uh, what he's already done in my life. Yeah. yeah. Quick question on yes. your story, uh, Matt. So like with you going back in your story, um, with you being here, like by yourself, mostly for the summer, you'd say it's caused you to rely uh, more on God than you've had to before, right? Would you say? Yes. Okay. So in a way, yes. Um, I I just was I just want to know. Um, so like in Jer- Jeremiah seventeen, um, verse eight um, says they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not. Um, fear when he comes it leaves its leaves are always green it has no worries in a year of drought and never fares to bear fails to bear fruit mm. so like in that i think of like like the the year the years or seasons of drought is like when we lose our community um right being with them all school year and then like in the summer everybody goes home right mm. and so that causes you to like rely on god more mm-hmm. and like this i really love um, the way God puts this, oh gosh, God's so good, man. <laughs> so like the tree is, is planted by the river, okay? Yeah. And so in seasons of drought, it still has that that stream that that its roots are in and it's still getting fed and, and nourished, you know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. like when you come back, Ooh. like when, when all your friends are away, you're still getting fed, you know what I mean? You're still growing Ooh. deeper. I'll and rock to that all day. <laughs> yeah. And so just like... <laughs> And, and, and also like when everyone's back Retweet. together and in the tree in a sense like your community is like rain and the tree needs that as well oh, you know oh, what i mean shoot. so like when it's rain, yeah i don't know it's just a cool that, yeah because the yeah. stream's there the whole time right right like God, and so like because like stream the tree yeah. needs the rain right <laughs> but when when the rain's not there it still has the stream right and so that's how i think of shoot. like our lives from switching from like being with everyone for so long all the time right? and then the switching water, the water cycle. and then switching to like all of a sudden to everyone being gone but you still have your yeah your your roots planted Dude, in yeah. a stream and just like i don't Snaps know that was that. that that's all god man he just revealed Drew that to me the other day and i was just like i mean like shout out to god for for staying rooted in him and still yeah. being able to get fed Amen. and yeah. and remember that like you're not alone even when it yes. maybe right feels yeah like it it's hard to see summer. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Drew just found. I just found my driver's license. <laughs> I've been wow. missing this for two and a half weeks. Okay. <laughs> it was in my Bible, other Bible. I you should have opened it. Did you? Did you <laughs> I took my small NLT Bible. Okay. Are you saying you found your identity in the Bible? No, oh, I found my identity in Christ. Okay, I want to say something. <laughs> that, was awesome. that was a good one. That was a good one. Okay, that's terrible. Um, yes, awesome. That is so good. And like being on my own and like alone a lot for this summer has really made me like make sure that I'm rooted in Christ <laughs> right? and make sure that like I'm relying on him more than anything. Cause he's right. the only one that's going to fill me for up. Sure. Like other people are going to fail me, but he like, if you rooted in him. Right. And another thing, like if the tree gets, gets too much rain, like the tree can die. Hit us with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so like, I get too much of Drew when, in my life. <laughs> yeah. So like, I think there's a healthy balance between like community and ha- still setting a time aside time for yourself, like in <laughs> no, God's word. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like, oh, yeah, I know so for good. me, like this past school year, like I had a great community and like everyone that I hung out with, like loved Jesus. And that Same. was great for me. 
but these guys I right found here. myself <laughs> almost spending too much time with them sometimes that it took away from my time my personal time with God to spend in his word and in prayer and it mm-hmm. and it affected and it, st- it stalled my 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 relationship with him and getting deeper with him because like even though I'm hanging out in this great community not a hundred percent of the time are we like talking about Jesus or like right. yeah. you know getting to the word or spending time in prayer it's just more like community which is good but like you have to have that balance mm-hmm. Like the yeah. tree just needs the right amount of rain or too much of it will, will drown it out and kill it. Ooh, so we're recording this, right? Yes. Like we can hear this later. Like, yeah. Again, Not just us. Hear this wait, guy, wait. I got to say so for the third time. For the third time. That's true. Mm, that'll preach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, say it louder for the people in the back. Mm, that'll that'll preach. preach. Come on. <laughs> All right. Um, so as I was here, Drew was here some too, but Drew, what did you get to do? Okay, wow. Please tell us. My summer was uh, pretty good. Um, I went on a road trip (laughs) with my dad, went up to Minnesota, it's all Christian then. Um, Came back, went up to Michigan with Austin to visit Matt and his family, and then see Zach, like we said earlier. But then when I got back, it was kind of crazy. So, I was here for a little bit and Christian got back from summer staff and we met up at Gray House, which is a coffee shop here on Purdue's campus. And um, the day before meeting up with Christian at the coffee shop, I was in a little car accident, nothing serious. And um, this girl was just texting and driving, just a mistake, and hit me at a stoplight. And um, so I went and got medicine for it, got a these muscle relaxers and some ibuprofen and the next day uh, i met christian for coffee and i was taking the medication and um, christian left to go to work and i had a seizure and it was crazy and um Austin and I are kind of in the same seizure boat buddy. Seizure buddies. Not really. Not really. <laughs> the, the difference is i yeah I have the the family history of, of epilepsy, and so that's still a possibility for me. Right, um, but mine was all is good based. right now with yeah. with. Uh, yeah, they're both still alive. Not, we're, we're both here, still here, alive. Here both these but yeah, it's not about yeah. not about me. <laughs> Keep going, Drew. So, but it was scary, and um, woke up in the emergency room, and it was a day and a half before I left for training camp for the world race. Or I mean. Wait, what? It was a day before you Michigan. left Michigan. Or a day before I left from Michigan right. to see Matthew Byrne yes, that's and me. his family. Um, <laughs> With me. But, yeah, and Austin and I went up there. But um, the morning after the seizure happened, I got tested, um, had an EEG, and things were good. And the Lord provided, and I'm healthy in that aspect. And went up to Michigan, had fun, had a blast, came back, um, and started preparing for a training camp which is for the world race. And I spent 10 days down in Gainesville, Georgia, and it was so humid, very hot. Um, but I got to meet 35 of my um, squad mates, squad members, and then like 200 some other people going on different routes for the world race. Um, and I just got back three days ago from that. And it was awesome and life-changing. I got baptized, which was awesome. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that. yeah. baptisms oh, yeah. were amazing that night. And um, yeah, that was just awesome. And training camp taught me a whole lot, like a whole lot, a lot about forgiveness and um, a lot about how the Lord offers us a new heart that he wants us to be able to fill it up fully so we can take it to other people Mm. and pour out to them as well. Mm. And just going at a different pace than um, we would like to. And kind of like with Matt, what he was saying about kind of a dry season, um, my perspective of that is I'm in a slow season. Like I'm still moving forward, but it's just going through – a part with God that I wish would be a little faster, right? But it's definitely um, going at God's pace and not my own, teaching me a lot more about who I am in Him, who I am in God, and who He is to me. Um, yeah, and the Lord's just wrecking perspective, and it's been awesome. Mm. I can't That's think cool. of enough. Cool. 
Yeah. Awesome. Dang. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, Drew. Yeah, I feel like you guys didn't say anything while I was talking. No, it was good. We were being attentive. We did. Do you guys have any questions about the World Race or like training camp and what it was? Yeah, I have a question. What's the World Race (laughs) for the people who have not tuned in, never tuned in before? Yeah, uh, the World Race is a nine-month mission trip where I go to um, three different countries for three months each, and I'm going to South Africa first then Ecuador, and then ending in Cambodia. And I'll be back June 1st, 2020. Praise the Lord. What else you got? Um, Okay, I have a question about, like, Uh, did you, do you feel more confident now? Like, like, and ready to go? Um, Just like going and meeting all the people that you're gonna be with and like realizing like they're in the same spot as you, like having to put aside family and everything else for God and what they feel like they've been called to for nine months. And so like you guys are all in the same boat and I don't know, just like, well, how do you feel like about it now? I feel very much at peace with it. Um, I feel more prepared spiritually and just like physically and uh, situationally. Mm -hmm. Just like, I feel like everyone's faith was so genuine, you know? And I was kind of like worried about, what type of people I'd be going with. And they're all very similar to my life. And like, they've been called to this and mm-hmm. obviously the Lord's going to provide. And they're, they're amazing people. Right. Like everyone has a heart to serve and to learn and just to be used by God. Cool. And it's, and it's amazing. Um, yeah. I just feel very prepared and confident in our group because we all have our eyes fixed on God. So it's awesome. That's so cool. I have a question. Bring it. Has your perspective changed from before going to training camp and now being after training camp? Like, have your perspective on the world race in general? Of the world race? Of the world race or where you're going or like, has that changed at all? Um, I don't. Um, that's a good question. I don't think my perspective is has changed of like. No, it has actually of the world race as an organization and like what they're about. Um, they definitely answered a lot of gray areas that you don't know like what they're about because you've never been a part of them. And right. then they're, they brought to light a lot of things that were up in the air and they're great things. And their mission statement and what they believe in are all exactly what I believe in. And right. um, that's very important. Yeah. You know, sure. and. Yeah, there's such a an intentional organization that they think of every little detail and how to reach that last person, you know? Mm. Not just the masses, but the ones that aren't being reached. Hmm. Right. You know? yeah. And so it is really amazing and I'm stoked for it. So awesome. Yeah. Cool. But Matt's gonna cut his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, he said it. My man he spoke Matt. It. Yeah. Yes. By the time this is out, there's already an Instagram video yep. out. Um, oh gosh, it's happening! It's happening. Um, letting the people know. Yeah, yeah. I'm at about uh, seven thousand dollars fundraised out of the total, and Matt is so willing, as a great friend that he is, and a co podcast. It was my idea. Drew didn't go. Matt, cut your hair. But but like I pushed him a little bit. Just when he just got a cool wee little feet. bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> But he's going to cut. You don't know it. my hair. I haven't cut my hair in a year. He's got a mop on his head. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Hey, so like, when in college, you just go for it. No, right? no, not at all. We all have short hair except you and Zach. Zach? I said and Zach. Zach's, Zach's got a good hair. Head Zach, hair. Zach's and, got the and if flow. we don't Zach's raise the, the, the money that we want to, Zach will be next. I will make it happen. Zach, will you cut that. the chops? I could see that. Will you cut the chops? <laughs> What? Will you cut the lamb chop? I mean, the chops? No. no he's like, uh, no, he gets when we got this spot again. Don't, don't, I like it too. Don't chop the chops. Don't do the chop the chops. I like okay, it all one. The, the lion, the lion's the lion. mane. I like it. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like. I need to see Lion King when you got Zach right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Save your money on a movie ticket. It's about nine bucks. Just round that up to a quick 10. <laughs> just Venmo me at DT Davidson. <laughs> yeah. Shameless plug. Help me get going on this world yes. race. Actually, though. Lord. But actually, though. But like, consider it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Props to Everyone you. on this podcast has already helped me in great ways, not just financially, but uh, being there to support me. Mm. Um, I appreciate them. 
you guys on this podcast. You know, this podcast isn't making a whole lot of money for us. So. <laughs> a total of zero. That's because it's free. You're in the negative so, yeah. right now, right? Well, for buying stuff. Shout out to Luke Menard for oh, yeah. letting us uh, use these beautiful, beautiful microphones. Beautiful. Um, oh, Christian, Christian Pimler also has a question. Thanks, Luke, again. <laughs> okay. Um, like, leading the weeks leading up before you head out on your trip, like, how could we better help you, like, prepare spiritually and just physically? Just, as a group? Just all together. Just as friends and brothers. And, yeah. Shoot. Dang. Um. So in the, I have about six, six and a half weeks before I launch um, from Atlanta. Mm. And I would just say things that I would like you guys to know that are my goals um, so you can help me with that mm. are definitely just to stay continually in the word mm. um, and not just reading about it, but living it out mm -hmm. and um, going out of my comfort zone here. Like, I don't have to wait until I'm in South Africa mm -hmm. to reach people that I wouldn't usually reach here. Um, something that I want for myself is to go out here in Lafayette, here in Indiana, mm -hmm. um, reaching the people that I usually walk past or right. I don't think about mm -hmm. that need it, that are here. Um, that's definitely one thing that I want you guys to come alongside me with mm -hmm. and um, also just having everyone check in with each other mm -hmm. I think right. that's big in friend groups um, accountability yeah accountability is mm -hmm. like we sometimes think it's one way but it's definitely like I love when people reach out to me and they're like Drew how are you doing but like yeah. do it first right reach out yeah. to someone else first because right. You don't know what they're going through. Yeah. And, and then it'll just open up conversation, you know? Right. Because, like, they'll in turn ask you how you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just, like, they'll say something and the conversation's done. And, like, if you are struggling, it, like, allows God's power to be shown in nice. big ways. Because, like, if we struggle and get through it, like, seemingly on our own, then, like, what we need someone else alongside us to point out that was God. That wasn't you. Right. You know, and I think that's important too. Yeah. So if you guys could do that for me. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Stuff, well, dude. I think that about wraps it up for episode four. That was, that was four. about an hour podcast. Was it really? Yeah. I didn't even that. look at that. Was that was a healthy podcast. I went through so a good. cup of coffee, a cup of water, and yeah, a cup of Yeah, if you heard tea. that earlier, that was the coffee machine. It sounded hey, hey, a little a bit like someone joke. was going you to the bathroom, joke, but that was joke. the coffee machine. Is it a Christian joke? Yes, it is. <laughs> is it appropriate? It it's is a joke so about me. Will it preach? So, how does Moses make his coffee oh god he brews it yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry for that that's good stuff wow. dude Spike. hey <laughs> shout out to to adam schlettenhofer who my one of my good friends who told me that joke he uh man he, <laughs> he told me the other day shout out. but he butchered the anyone joke. want to shout out anyone else yeah shout so out i just want to oh. shout out god big shout out yeah. god guy. shout out if, to my summer you, staff crew if you hear austin Clicking a pad. Sorry. I've been watching him do it like And he's been patting on the table. Time. I've done it like once. I've been sipping my coffee. The best part is so you can get you yeah, can I'm pretty take sure that out of the sipping. podcast. Yeah, that's the best part. That Drew has to do the editing. That Drew, yeah. Hey, you've got nothing better to do all day tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you know. Okay, there, I'm just kidding. I, worked, I also was at my joke. grandparents' house. I just yeah, awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That was right, me. I'm just he doesn't on the couch. do. Yeah. That was me. Okay, <laughs> on that note, I'd just like to end it there. What do we want to challenge our viewers to do? Mm. Our five viewers. If they're listening, <laughs> what do we want? Shout out to you, faithful five. Listeners. Yeah, listeners. Oh, viewers. anyone can chime in here. Yeah. If you have a challenge, a challenge. Yeah, first, oh, share okay. it, like, I got, subscribe. Wait, I got a challenge for the for the listeners that we got. Yeah. So I know, at least for us, um, like college is about to start up again. And so the like it's about to get pretty chaotic Shit. again and back into the to Yay. the flow of things so just like remembering to stay rooted uh -oh. in the word and continuing to set aside your time every day um for god and Thanks. like 
just having going in with a mindset of like this time every day I'm gonna have with God and like nothing nothing or no one will take away from that time with it right. because right. it's so precious make it a habit for sure turn it into a, a lifestyle that's yes. the least he deserves his right. time yeah yeah time. for sure and I and I know like especially like I get, find myself getting caught up in catching back up with friends and getting back into schoolwork and can easily just like neglect my time with God. Yeah. So yeah. It's a good that. challenge. Yeah. Stay in the word. Keep a friend uh keeping you accountable. Keep a friend accountable. Yeah. Do life with people. That's what we're called to do. Not by ourselves. Yeah. So uh we just want to thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks so and, much. Um we'll probably have one coming out soon i think we found a good vibe and a good whatever it is this was fun i enjoyed this was good good stuff all right thanks for listening yeah thanks all right peace peace